0: I, I think it's amazing that, like, the biggest figures are, like, a motivational speaker whose, like, whole thing is, like, you should wake up early. and Oh, my
1: God. I, so, dude, it's so funny that, like, the two guys who are willing to, like, put their name and face to this shit are also trying to cash in on all the people. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a grift. It, it,
2: it's it's so
0: funny. Shit always is, man. There, there's so many parallels with, like, the 2016, like, alt-right people that it's incredible, too. Like, every single one of them is just, like, a... Like a, like a, oh, who is a good example for that? Like Posobiec's a good example, but they also put like- Cernovich. Cernovich, yeah, that's the big Cernovich one. Cernovich is definitely in yeah. that group. It's Mormon level marketing.
1: We, we did our single um, Back to Brunch episode, and now we're back in the thick of it. It's, uh, it's back still, to hard-hitting
2: journalism.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, but today, instead of talking about, uh, you know, this is a podcast that's not going to be criticizing the Biden administration. I think we can all agree on that. We all, huge Biden heads, uh, prepare to hear nothing about yes. Joe Biden for the next four years. listen. We all have high, high hopes. Oh, my God. And we're not doing this again. And Pete
2: Buttigieg is part of the
0: cabinet. so to listen off to again. So, so many people, like, yelled at me about that outro for for last time that uh, I don't think I can do that again. So let's not. Yeah,
1: we will. People will not, like, I don't care if they don't like Jordan anymore, but they, Greg and I will be getting dragged down. So the so three of us here, and we are joined by our friend, Evan J. Worthen slash Haram Bevan. I really was, like, I love your hands on Twitter, Harambevan. How do you say oh, I think you I mean how do you say it cleanly? Harambe Evan? Harambevan?
3: Um, I yeah, I, I kind of switched between Harambevan and Harambe, Harambe Van. I bet people might
1: think it's yeah, yeah. Harambe Van. Harambe Van. I like that. Yeah. Well, the reason we brought Evan here with to talk with us today um is because we're gonna be spending two hours talking about the force to vote debate. Just kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're absolutely not doing that. We are talking welcome to your favorite Jimmy Dore podcast. We're talking about the merits of Jimmy Dore uh trying to pal around with fascists in order to uh pass gay rights leg- legislation. Is that what he was implying? I don't know.
2: Actually, Evan is a boogaloo boy, and we're just
1: here to interview him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a reformist. <laughs> really, right. Yeah. So we brought Evan on to talk with us about Desnot. Not. Um This feels like Desnet, a good time to remind
0: not. everyone that the name of our podcast is completely ironic. Um
1: yes, <laughs> we,
0: we do not really um subscribe to any of those beliefs. and I feel like I have to put a disclaimer on pretty much everything we do now because of how many like Brigham Young memes I've seen like the last week. So
1: dude, i I didn't realize like how much of like a I mean, they're 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 meme heads. but what I want to get us started on is something that I think we're all going to really enjoy. It, it incorporates some canon from, you know, this podcast, but it also expounds on some new frontiers. And so I'm going to share my screen real quick. And you guys are going to see a familiar face as soon as I hit share. Okay. So, no. so oh, So this episode of, What's up, Quaiku's, old of Quaiku's podcast is called Mormon Extremists and Utah Soy Boys. Parentheses, Desnap versus Progmo. And we're just going to watch just a brief, brief part of this.
0: Kyle, I hate you.
1: Oh, wait, you guys probably can't hear that, actually, because I'm probably not sharing my sound. And he starts this off by talking about Jeffrey Epstein, because that's, um, you know. Sure. Got to play the hits, baby. You do got to play the hits.
0: Completely related.
3: Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, but progressive Mormonism killed your testimony. I would pay good money to just see all the Desnats and Progmos duke it out. Battle Royale. Desert
1: News?
0: desnats are funny progmos can't mean desnats
1: just sounds like D's nuts and progmos sound like they're pro gmo cool so that's the very beginning and then so as you might expect okay just let's take guesses who who do you guys think they are a bit more sympathetic to the progressive mormons or the desnat guys
0: well let's see here apologetic mormons who try and like justify a lot of things i don't know it's gonna be a hard one for me
1: it is pretty tough so Head scratcher. to give you guys an idea of what's going on on this panel, we got Kwaku, his podcast and his podcast host. I don't know his name. We got um, a girl that's sitting in the middle and then there's two podcast. which I think, I don't know if she's part of the podcast or not, but then there's two other guys who are on this podcast as guests. And I watched like, Twenty minutes of this, and they didn't let the girl say anything, which was a little bit on the nose. But she like didn't talk throughout like the entire thing that I watched. Wait, I also
2: thought that like Desnat was anti-porn, but like a couple
1: of guys with a girl on a couch is like very much casting couch. This has casting couch vibes for sure. Okay, so I I just have to show you guys what this comparison and one of these guys in particular takes issue with uh someone else characterizing both of these things as equally bad and that's a good comparison no no, no okay wait, wait, hold here's, on a here's a good comparison wait, but- it is not like so you've got the byu and uvu rivalry right or sorry byu and u of u rivalry yeah, yeah which yeah. is kind of like there but it doesn't really exist now take that and make it super small like raymond and mcgrath two tiny towns in canada is they this horseshoe both almost theory exactly the same they absolutely okay. hate each other right and, like, no one cares
3: about either of them. I, well, They're I th- just mad. That's Desnats and Progmos. That's, like, six, six Wait, polar one bears one and ten people in a small village understood no, that but reference. I take but it, I, I think I know what you're going for. It's like though. a tiny <laughs> town, right? It's, it's nothing no, 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 global. No,
0: no. I take issue with this. And the reason why is because you introduced me to hashtag Desnat. And I've done a couple of shows on Progmos. And we looked at some of these memes pre-show. And the Desnat
1: ones
2: were really funny. And there were almost no <laughs> progmo <laughs> memes.
4: Uh,
1: so like okay, I mean I am gonna You I, cannot
2: say oh then both in like, a cinder like I'm
0: egalitarian right? and want to get along with everybody. Okay. Because I, I, these dudes are funny, these dudes aren't. Okay. Well and, and see, I,
1: wait, wait, wait. I, I, I just wanna I, Go I ahead. I'm getting my head on a stake for this. Both are kind of crazy. However, one is funnier, and Desnats are objectively, they make these memes. <laughs> okay, so there's whoa. Quake who's saying that um, Desnats are better than progressive Mormons because they meme better, which is really good. And I think it really synthesizes like a lot of the attitude about that from uh, this panel that I watch way too much of. They don't say any good things about what they call progmos, which I didn't know what that was for quite some time. Um, Evan, do you live in Provo? I do. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're probably more familiar with uh, this dynamic. Is that
3: right? Yeah. Yeah. Evan, wait, are you Mormon currently? Uh, I mean, no, Like, I, I'm not like, uh, like practicing. Okay.
1: I, I didn't know if you were like I'm very involved
3: with the, with Mormonism. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So that's, that's kind of, I mean, part of the reason we have Evan on is because he's very, um, oh, man, I, I don't want to say you're in touch with this culture, but I feel like I am <laughs> both by, by choice and kind of, um, by what I've appear what appears to be a lot of circumstances, um, you kind of seem to be in the middle of a lot of, of these things so much so that I, okay, sorry. One more screen share. And I was on, um, Damn it, this Desnat website <laughs> called Tiancom's Javelin. It's not a, it's not a video.
3: Oh, well, that's... Evan, are
1: you familiar with Tiancom's Javelin?
3: Oh, you know, I am.
1: Okay. I just have to ask, did they make this graphic? Is this you that they use for this article?
3: Oh man. Uh, what, what year was that? Um, nine months ago, you know what? I I don't think it was. I I think uh, um, does not kind of went after me a lot in uh twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, early twenty nineteen. But uh interesting, yeah. I haven't really interacted with them much this um past year.
1: Yeah. To explain what I'm lo- what we're looking at here, there's an article about um. It's it's what they are calling a satire article. It says man figures out what's so bad about does not, and um. And it's a very pixelated, like graphic image that could very well pass as someone who looks very similar to Evan here. Um, like,
3: yeah, a, a soy boy, like, you know, someone who just uh, the glasses. <laughs> soy boy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's the glasses, um, but you have like flowing long hair, longish hair uh, and glasses and saying that doesn't that's bad. Evan fits fits that that demographic.
2: Fairly chiseled jaw though. So we gotta give credit. Looking to if do. that
1: is you, Evan, looking handsome yeah. as well. Gotta say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you. Yeah. See the beanie came off and yep. See, we're looking mm, yeah. flowing. Flowing walks. That's it. absolutely yeah. flowing. So Jordan, how about you give us a little bit of uh, background on what you think might be a, a pretty apt description or comparison to what Desnat is. Again, Desnat is uh, we haven't said what it stands for, it's Deseret Nation. So, Jordan, give us a – set the stage for us a little bit.
0: Well, the only way I can really sort of describe what I've seen from like the last couple weeks of looking into Desnet is kind of Robert Paxson's uh, definition of fascism from his book, Anatomy of Fascism, where he says, Fascism is a form of political behavior marked by obsessive preoccupation with community decline, humiliation, or victimhood, and by compensatory cults of unity, energy, and purity – in which a mass-based party of commitment nationalist militants working in uneasy but effective co- collaboration with traditional elites abandons democratic <laughs> liberties and pursues with redemptive violence with and without ethic or legal restraints. I mean, that's kind of sort of the best wow. way to really describe them. Mm-hmm. Because it. the same way they talk about like pragmos or anything like that, like fascism in general has to have enemies that are both weak and strong at the same point. Like... Yep you can say things like progmo progmos or soy boys progmos are weak progmos put, put uh, pronouns inside their bio. So that automatically makes them weak, but also the same point too, they're destroying the community that we hold so dear that we think that if it was left like unhindered could control everything.
3: And they've already taken over the church.
0: Yeah. 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 That's it. And, and BYU. And, yep. And BYU. Sorry. But that's
2: always been my favorite thing <laughs> about Antifa is that they're all just like cucked soy boys. live in their mom's basement but they're also like super soldiers who
0: they're taking buses to brigham city to kill everyone (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. who are able to 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 create these incredible uprisings and are this are this complicated network of terrorists
1: yeah 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 so as evan just mentioned in particular that like does not thinks that like progmos as they're called progressive mormons um that have they're they're putting so much pressure on the church and are in so much uh in, in positions of power in places like BYU that um like all, all these guys ha- uh, have a they detest BYU at this point because they think it's just like a symbol of losing its its foundation um i mean it's named after brigham young and uh, this whole desnet desnet identity thing that they're going with is all based on brigham young really and um as we'll get into it, we'll we'll be a bit more specific. But Evan, I'm curious how you first discovered or came across Desnat and like before we I, actually I don't I, we were recording, but I don't know if that's gonna be in the in the beginning. But you, you mentioned you infiltrated <laughs> their Discord, and I'm curious how um, that came about. I know we'll get into some like examples of what you saw in there, but I'm curious like early stages how you got into this.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. The Discord was a couple years after um, kind of their formation. So, uh, are, are any of you guys familiar with uh, uh, with Ayla Stewart or uh, Wife with a Purpose? Oh yeah, oh, Wife yes. with a Purpose. I'm definitely oh. familiar with because she okay. definitely
0: blocked me before she finally uh, had to uh, leave the wonderful chamber of Twitter. So, oh, I forgot. Uh, she was yeah. like a purpose, a purposeful wife. Yeah, right? a yes. purposeful wife nice, and also just straight up Nazi. Yo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Where yeah. Where she would it, like it, constantly
2: like post white is right or white is better oh
0: she posted like 14 words like i don't
2: know really yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. oh yeah what the fuck straight
2: straight up nazi
3: all right the white baby challenge you guys remember that one yes i do remember that oh my
1: god oh
2: my god
3: she was verified on twitter too she had she had like thirty thousand followers on Twitter. it was verified
1: oh her her instagram bio currently is well she's she's wife with a purpose politically retired god-minded most censored hashtag Christian, hashtag mother in hashtag America, hashtag fake news target and hashtag stalking survivor, hashtag Christ loves you and so do I.
0: Yeah, she pretty oh, much you. had to switch over to Christian because the church pretty much like disfellowed her for being a Nazi.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, she she claims she uh, left before the church could uh, X her. I'm not sure actually if she got x uh, really? I think
0: I think once you like hit the front page, of the New York Times or at least any section, of the New York Times, like the church <laughs> was like, OK, listen, we have to do something. OK, so she <laughs> was
1: she was a member of the church. And then as part of like her c- censorship, she also left. I'm, I'm confused what the beef is that she had with the church.
3: Do you remember? Uh, remember when the church? Um, I, I think this was after Charlottesville, which, which she was at. She was at Charlottesville. She, oh my she gave us.
4: Yeah,
3: it was bad. Real bad. Um, so after Charlottesville, I think the, I think the church actually released a statement saying like, um, like, Hey, like, you know, guys, please don't do a white nationalism. Right. Um, and I, I think, I think she was so upset with like the church taking a stance on that, that, um, I I remember she like, you know, posted about that. So I, I'm not sure how much, you know, that led to her actually leaving, but, um, I, I think part of it was, she was also just upset that like a lot of other, you know, Desnats are, um she was upset that the church is not you know as like the, the church does not fit her beliefs you know that you know we need to establish a white ethnostate and have white babies oh my god
1: that's, she she uh, at one point went by like a pseudonym as as Ayla Israel that's that's a
0: that's oh, a wow. lot. <laughs> that's okay. a lot that's a lot to unpack
2: and that's like that's right up there with the uh swaths of mormons who were getting upset at one of the i forgot one of the the uh it was one of the quorum of the 12 or somebody uh came out and said that they were distancing and wearing masks and like that caused a big riff oh, dude in the that- desnat crowd of like we're not going to be told what to do like this person is not for freedom blah, right the blah, prophet
1: blah. posted a picture of him getting the uh vaccine the other day and i dug through the instagram comments he was just oh, some fucking man. shit they
3: had, to, they had to turn the instagram comments off i i think on like you know a lot of posts uh from the church the past couple months they've had to just completely turn off commenting on facebook and instagram yeah. because it's just is bad yeah, yeah it's so bad
0: but i, I think all of that kind of comes from the church trying to cultivate like both sides of the fence for a lot of it too like they're trying to hold on to like the hardline people with certain stances and then kind of like the whole like religious freedom thing that they came out with like the last few years was definitely just geared at those like hardline people also while trying to give like an olive branch to like more marginalized groups at the same point too and the thing they're realizing is it's just pissing everybody off
3: it's a a tough spot to be in it is yeah so
1: evan how does she connect with with your desnat
3: journey yeah um so i i actually um w- so ayla and i actually kind of got into it in some comments um yeah she, she would actually like respond to people who were being antagonistic towards her on twitter which was fun it was very fun <laughs> super so, fun yeah I love that. so i would you know just uh like you know call her out for being a nazi and we'd uh go back and forth um but i i, I think it, it's, it's kind of my opinion that um she was i i think she was the first desnat she never you know Uh, She never used the hashtag, but she she paved the way for um, this, uh, you know, this presence of Latter-day Saints who, you know, just like don't who 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 want to, you know, express uh, far right conservatism, you know, within LDS context. Yeah, she was was definitely like the
0: paleo Desnat.
3: Yeah. Yep. So like very shortly after her, there was like, do you guys remember Clark Herlin, Clark?
0: Oh, Fork. vaguely. I think I saw. Him yeah. A few
3: times. yeah, yeah. I, so right, yeah, yeah, right around when she was, you know, kind of at her height, uh, these other accounts started popping up. I'm not sure when hashtag not was first used, but you know, she paved the way.
1: Yeah, we'll get into who was the first. It was, um, that- it was this man named J P Bellum. But yeah. and we'll get into the common cast of characters. Um, but you know, I was reading through they this Desnet phenomenon like did get a lot of um, local attention, but it also got like a pretty big uh, piece in the Daily Beast in, in which, um, let's see, who who wrote it? Was it Tarpley that, that wrote that? Yeah, yeah. Tarpley. Tarpley hit. Yeah, she, she wrote that. And she um, goes through like a lot of the origins. And as I was going through, I started like, and there were um, a lot of screenshots from Desnet people on Twitter. And I started to see a bunch of accounts that I completely forgot about. Like there was the um Brigham Groeper one where they were just straight uh, up like a Groeper like which yeah. is i mean they, like the Groiper folks like don't even pretend not to be nazis like they're just it's it's really strange but um let's see so uh, let me see what we're going to get to next yeah so doesn't that at its core is just like a completely reactionary movement that is like believes in fundamental fundamental like Mormonism. Um,
3: but if I, if I can add for, sure. for a second, can I jump in?
1: Yes, please. Um,
3: yeah. Uh, in terms of them being reactionary, um, kind of around this time, 2017, um, 2016, um, there was just like this massive presence of, uh, you know, what people would call progmos. I, I, I haven't met any progressive Latter-day Saint who like calls himself a progmo unironically, okay. but, um, but there is, you know, there was a pretty big presence. There was hashtag Twitter stake um you know where a lot of uh progressive latter-day saints kind of congregated and i i I don't know that this is uh super prominent anymore um because i I think a lot of these folks have you know apostatized or left twitter um but maybe it's just i'm in different circles now but uh you know there was just this massive um you know group of people kind of talking about progressive takes on faith uh a lot of it led by like by common consent yeah i was gonna mention by common
1: consent is something that like anyone who felt like they were i mean again no one calls themselves progmos or whatever but anyone that like at one point saw themselves as like you know feeling like they had passed the church up in a lot of ways was like a follower of of by common consent which was this blog but very popular on on twitter um and real and to give an example like this person by, by common consent is often called like a communist or whatever just like couldn't be more of like a milk toast Democrat in my opinion, um, and and of course gets like these Desnat folks have really focused on By Common consent and that universe in particular. So yeah, that, that brother Mike dude gets looped into that as well. Yeah, yeah. same kind sorry. of a thing. And they dub him.
2: I don't think any of them have ever met him, but it's funny that they just dub him as obese. Uh, yeah, like that's their big takeaway from him. I mean, I know
0: that's their main thing too. Is like if you have any sort of like contrarian takes on like what they think cult church culture should be, then you're automatically either you're gay, you're trans, you're obese, you're, you don't fit like that 1950s IBM salesman mentality that they think you should have, who has like 900 kids and all that. So they automatically assume every negative connotation that you could possibly ever have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And especially about the, progmos or whatever so evan continues so there was this group
3: of of progmos forming yeah and uh and, and back then you know i think um a lot of desnat was a reaction to this kind of just this uh this group on twitter this space on twitter and um back then you know a lot of us uh, i i was you know adjacent to the space and you know uh, very involved in it and um and a, a lot of us interacted with Desnat folks um, because, I, I don't know, we, we just like didn't take them super seriously, you know, we, they hadn't really uh, gone mask off in a lot of ways yet. And uh, you know, there's a lot of engagement between um, Progmos and Desnat early on, um, and it kind of helped Desnat to kind of uh, grow and kind of uh, galvanize around um, this idea that they're, you know, being marginalized and um, so, so at that point, was it more of like an actual
1: like discussion about like shared faith no, or it was, no, it, no, was sorry. it was poisoned from the beginning?
3: Yes. Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So that's kind of all to say that. Uh, yeah. Um, does not in, in large part, in my opinion, was, you know, a reaction to, you know, just this large group of progmos on the Internet. Yeah. So a lot of the
1: more prominent Desnat people on Twitter will try to claim, um, you know, that it's really just about following a prophet or something like that. I think they've said that a bunch of times. Um, but when Jordan was talking about like what fascism can look like, uh, talking about like, you know, the crumbling of society, there's always that obsession. Um, and like, uh, I already forgot her fucking name. I promise. Uh, wife purposeful, purposeful wife life, yeah she one of her big things was like the white genocide thinking that like mm-hmm. you know the white race is dying yeah, re- and replacement like,
0: theory all that fun yeah
1: stuff. and this has been around like forever <laughs> and this <laughs> isn't like this isn't something that's new and um but that crumbling of society when it comes to Desna in particular isn't just around like white identity but it's also around like societal structure with how um Because a lot of these guys, I I noticed uh, as I was going through some of these blogs, um, you know, some of these guys have like, uh, it didn't really surprise me, but served missions in, you know, uh, countries out of the United States, South America, Central America. Some of these guys have married like uh, what appears to be people who are from the country that they served in, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is its own kind of funny thing. But, uh, you know... So some of these guys probably don't find a lot of um, what they say or like, you know, white identity politics. But J.P. Bellum, the guy who first coined the term Desnat, he he had this tweet from early 2019 where he says, uh, "Let's we'll see where to go." A man who has wisdom to control one wife and five children can control ten wives and one hundred children. Then he can control a town, a city, a state, a nation, a kingdom, or the whole world. So they a lot of this like ideology is based on them thinking that like men have forgotten how to control their wives or their children, and that's the downfall of society. Is that I mean not only or for some of these guys is the white race disappearing, but like even the white guys that do exist are these soy boy progmos who can't control their wives, who are letting them be feminists online or whatever, letting their kids be trans, letting their kids be gay. And like, because of that, we've lost control of society. We've lost, we've lost control of our universities. The one that's supposed to be the the perfect university. <laughs> and so, so also, much of this. Kyle. It, yeah.
2: I'm, sure that quote is a direct quote from Brigham Young.
1: It is. It is from Brigham Young. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that
0: sounds about right.
1: I wasn't going to mention that until after, but yeah, that's exactly, that's a quote from Brigham Young. And, But um, also on
0: top of that too, like look at me of them, like share like which way Western man memes, which is like one picture you'll have like a bunch of people wearing like three piece suits. And the next one you'll just have like a guy wearing shorts. Which doesn't really yeah. make sense to me in any stretch of the imagination. Like, oh, I guess like comfort is somehow like unmanly or something. Or These motherfuckers joy.
1: watched Peaky Blinders and they're like, yes. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's I was <laughs> just
2: going to say, like, they all just share pictures of like what look like the cast of of Peaky Blinders. Like I mean, they're all just trying to dress like fucking Cillian Murphy.
0: They're all like Tony Soprano, like in that therapy session. He was like, whatever happened to Gary Cooper?
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, if if you look at if you look at the uh, the images that these guys put out online cuz you know a, a, a large number of these folks are uh, anonymous accounts and yeah. um and so you know you kind of kind of pick and choose what uh, your uh, profile pictures what well, your images online and you know the the type of imagery that these people choose for their anonymous accounts uh tends to be this just like hyper masculine uh image you know of like you know just the 1950s ideal um and kind of uh just yeah just pushing this idea that you know oh, we're, we're we're not like the other men in society in 2021 you know we're yeah, yeah we're real men and uh, i don't know if we're going to get to Tanner Guzzi i'm sure but yes you know, we will <laughs> yeah, and it just okay.
2: and it just lends itself to like the utah county mentality so much in this like and kind of like the the mormon like striving for perfection thing and that this is this this is their interpretation of that is that like that western man clean cut uh head of the household like 1950s norman rockwell painting
1: yeah well, uh, speaking of Rockwells, is that what you're going to mention, Jordan? <laughs> Porter, Porter Rockwell in particular is a big uh, character that shows up a lot in that profile pictures. Porter Rockwell was a close person to uh, Joseph Smith. He was a bodyguard of Joseph Smith, and he basically just killed a bunch of people. But his he, he famously said, "I never killed anyone who didn't need killing."
0: Just a straight up psychopath too. Like, yeah. like there's no other way to put like Porter Rockwell except for like saying like, "Oh yeah, that dude was insane. He killed a bunch of people." Oh, and also he was a part of like the largest uh, indigenous massacre in American history. But we don't really like to talk about that last His
2: nickname, he was literally known as the destroying
1: angel of Mormondom.
3: Yeah. A cool yeah. title, but unfortunately, I mean yeah. that is kind of yeah. that
1: is pretty cool. It, he did try to assassinate the governor of Missouri. As yeah,
3: well. he shot um,
0: Governor Boggs in the neck, and just like, all right, yeah. whoops! It looks like it. Boggs kind coming. Bit. I, Boggs was a dick. <laughs> he had it he coming. did, but there was a <laughs> lot of people that kind of like stirred that pot a lot. Besides Lillian Boggs. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Not yeah. The, the Bowie for knife anyone.
3: thing. Was the Bowie knife thing? Was that uh, was that Porter Rockwell? Or that, that, was, was, that, that was that was Brigham Young. Yeah, he okay. apparently right. carried one on his hip at all times.
1: Yeah, so all these guys are obsessed with uh, with Bowie knives, and they'll pose in – the ones that do post pictures of themselves, they have completely covered faces, and they honestly look like those – like, if you ever happen to see Identity Europa folks around, oh, yeah. like, who are also oh, yeah. na- Nazis, they dress exactly like those guys. Um, but – Going back to Brigham as Young and well, the
0: but... uh, Bowie Knife thing, like I feel like that, like Brigham Young is like the perfect personification for Desnat. Just because he's a guy who talks tough, but push comes to shove, he backs down all the time. Like, yeah. for example, when he was going to go to war with the United States. Well, the Army showed up. Ah, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, when they were going to come after him for uh, Mountain Meadows. Um, I had nothing to do with that, but I'm going to let my stepson die for it. Like, Dude, yeah. Like, Bush comes up, like he talks a big game, but Brigham never did anything. Like he, like he was a bully. The only thing you can really say about Brigham Young is he was a bully, like, just like yeah. all these people are.
3: He's the original when the Trump man. comes. When the U.S. government comes after this podcast, I, I expect you guys to uh, fight back with your Bowie knives. That's right. The Young am. money. Yeah, when they Definitely. come in
0: with a when they come in with like a Bradley fighting vehicle through my living room, like I'll just like <laughs> stab at the armor <laughs> of the tank. It's gonna bing, look bing, like bing.
2: that. What was that that story of like that Cuban kid who got? Oh, Eli really? Gonzalez. In- yeah, I'm just gonna look like that kid.
1: Oh, yeah. So Jordan mentioned they do like a lot of the like which way Western man thing. Like it's it's like just pure Western chauvinism. They have the same obsession. It's 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 all the same fucking like fast playbook that you see over and over. They have the obsession with Greek people or the like Greek mythology and mm-hmm. Greek history, and they think that like. I mean, it's the Judeo-Christian value. It's that same shit. It's all the same shit that Gavin McGinnis was spewing in 2014. Yeah, like, and so the memes that Kwaku so like eloquently. gave credit to in that, in that incredible video clip that we played earlier. Uh, I I was reading through, I mean, I was looking through a bunch of all that I could find really. And I fucking like destroyed my brain with those, but like, I saw a bunch that were, you know, what we wanted versus what we got. And the first picture is like a mythical Greek city of like gigantic, like Greek statues. And it's just like on the Bay. And then they had a picture of that weird, like New York city, new building that they like are proposing. It's like, yeah, dude, like, amazing welcome to capitalism it's great um and they're just that that same crumbling society obsession is just continued Mm -hmm. um let's see so you know they have their targets that they take obviously um they got a lot of national prominence due to their target like targeting uh gay people queer people trans people that was um, a big thing especially around questions of the honor code at byu that kind of elevated it quite a bit and there are a lot of gay queer and it turns out trans people that are like trying to be active members of the church um and without like trying to say too much on my, my thoughts on that or like how sustainable that might be um you know they're there are people who are trying to live that lifestyle and uh some Desnat folks are not too stoked on those people belonging to the same religion because they are at the the bottom line is they're trying to purify their religion.
0: Yeah, the amount of like the amount of like blood atonement memes I saw like directed oh, yeah. towards gay people was yeah. absolutely uh, if I just didn't have any words for it too. And just for our listeners who don't know what blood atonement is, blood atonement is a belief from Brigham Young, by the way, that says that there are certain sins that are so severe that the atonement of Jesus Christ cannot cover them. So the only way to actually atone for them is the shedding of the person's blood, which is wonderful.
1: Pretty normal thing to say to uh, a gay person.
3: Well, I... um, would now be a good time to uh, pull out, um, some yeah. of the, uh, the discord screenshots. Let's go. Oh, Let's yeah, do yeah. it. Should I, should I just give some, some background real quick? Yes. Yeah, please. absolutely. Yeah. Please. Uh, um, okay. So, um, so does not in, this was, uh, what early 2019, um, they had this discord, uh, rumor has it, they have another discord, um, right now. Um, but in, in 2019, they had a discord and, um, and so they, someone slipped the link online. Right. And so, um, one of, one of my, one of my Twitter friends, um, and IRL friends, he, uh, he, he found this link and he said, he said, Hey, um, I, I'm in the desnet discord server. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> um, and so here's, here's the problem. Uh, anyone can put a picture of, uh, you know, uh, of, um, J Rubin Clark, yeah <laughs> and yeah. create this entire fake persona, all of them are anonymous, and so yeah. you can just create this this fake account and get in and so So he did that, and then he invited me, so I went in.
0: you could just go in there with any sort of like church figure, and you could probably do it like I'm just gonna go in there and pretend to be Lorenzo Snow for a little while, and
3: <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah that's that's uh that is what i did I'm trying to decide if i want to if i would ever want to be in their discord
0: no i mean i accidentally <laughs> ended up in like the army's e discord by like sheer accident so that was funny my brain is poisoned enough off just yeah.
3: um so uh so just uh, on the topic of um you know uh threatening violence um against queer people um they uh, they like to do that and um there's a lot of uh you know like like specific um threats of violence towards like specific people who are prominent in uh, uh lds Twitter um but uh so i just want to go through a couple um so they have a uh they, they someone posted a meme um it's a it's an image a cartoon image of sodom and gomorrah getting um Destroyed by uh, meteors falling from the sh- from the sky, cities on fire, um, and the uh, the text is in celebration of LGBT History Month.
0: Good hell,
3: awesome, yeah, cool, yeah, um, great memes, right, Quaku?
1: Awesome yes. memes, yeah,
0: just a barrel um, of laughs, ha <laughs> ha Yep, we're having fun, <laughs> we're
3: having fun, laughing. Good hell, yeah, um, and Still then have we have Quaku m- on my screen. I got to exit out. Oh, you got to get rid of that, yeah. <laughs> Um, So we have, we have, uh, we have another, um, another post in here. We have a brother German um, saying, uh, quote, trans people are too mentally ill for me. Um, Like I had to be conditioned to tolerate F slurs from birth. um, And then someone else replies and says, I really don't, I treat them as animals and I don't even want them to come to God. I don't care about them. I want them dead. The transsexuals. Uh, and then brother german says but trans quote people are just too much and then uh, atropin rep- replies quote fslers are redeemable with lots of effort brother german says all caps what's the deal with trans people atropin says the transsexuals just need to get the rope and then brother german says i mean they're not trans and they're not people
0: that's straight up oh. Nazi doctrine, by the way. Like,
3: Yeah, I was just going to say,
2: that's like reading Goebel's journal. No, because I mean, yeah.
0: in Weimar, Germany, there was a very sort of, there was a very large transgender community. Like a lot of like medical research into transgender studies happened in Weimar, Germany. The moment the Nazis took over, that all went away. And all those people were pretty much just sent to Treblinka and killed. Yeah, yeah pretty great. great. Good hell. I. I I absolutely hate these people like they're fucking vile. They they are like the only thing you come across with even before, like knowing about what's in the discord, like you, like it doesn't take much to know what fashion. is. And these guys are definitely fashion
1: Yeah. We'll even talk about like the guys that even are putting like their names and uh, pictures to the stuff, like stuff that they're still going for today. Um, Is there anything else, Evan? I mean, God, that was,
3: um, yeah. Um, so this is this is their take on uh, lesbian women. Um, so they're let's see. Let me just look over this. Um, there is someone talking about a uh, I, I believe a lesbian woman who had left the church. Um, and, uh, Atropin says another, uh, conversation between Atropin and brother German. So Atropin says, quote, she was deeply hurt by the church, probably for being a lesbian or something. She looks like one. And then brother German says, I'm skeptical on the true existence of lesbians. And then Atropin says, quote, hence corrective rape.
0: Yeah. No, no. Like it just goes um, into like, sort of like that deep sort of misogynistic feeling. Like there's no such thing as a lesbian. All they need is just a deep dicking like that
3: yeah that is that is the belief yeah yep
0: it's i
3: yeah
1: yeah yeah that's like i mean one of the hardest things about so much of this shit and like the way that like that that guy being a groiper in particular i think is is pretty indicative of like a skill that so many these people have developed online is like where they're able to give give themselves enough plausible deniability that they can kind of hide from the yeah. actual under undergirding ideology that's driving the output of everything that they're saying but when you're in a discord of people who you think that it just share that exact same thing and you think you're oh, yeah. safe there you see what that yeah. uh, what that underlying feeling is and it's like it's, it's when I say purifying that they believe in extermination for like anyone who is outside of what they see fitting, like their mold.
0: And it also just kind of goes into just like, I don't think that Mormonism is like the reason they're like this, that it's a vehicle. Like they use like old Mormon doctrine as like a reason that they can justify being racist and being misogynistic and being homophobic and being transphobic. But Essentially what it comes down to is they feel this way even before like religion even comes through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, a,
1: it's, I think it's definitely a vehicle. And I, I, I like, I think all of us have, uh, um you know, v- people who are active in the church very close to us. And I certainly don't espouse like the beliefs that I'm seeing here onto oh. those people yeah. as much as I, like might disagree with, um, you know, their faith at this point, I know that they're not clamoring for trans and gay people to be murdered and or raped, um, right. because that fixes them or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's absolutely abhorrent at like the sickest level. I just can't even. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, do you want to know what else, um, yeah. on that vein is that, uh, what I discovered in being in this discourse, I was in this discord server for, um, like like six months or so. You're a hell of and, a trooper. Uh, yeah, I was Sorry. bad. Yeah. um, And I, I discovered that a lot of these folks are not LDS. A lot of folks in the Discord server were not LDS. And I know a, at least a few um, people who use Desnat or associate with Desnat accounts on Twitter are also not LDS. Um, but it, it kind of just, it, it says a lot about what your movement is, you know, when you claim. Yeah, yeah. They, they say like, oh, well, you know, we're like, we just want to go back to like pure LDS teachings, but then, you know, actually, you know, they, they say that, but then in reality, you know, they they just want to push fascist ideology and they'll ally with whoever the hell they want. I, a lot of these folks, you know, didn't particularly even like Mormons because I mean, a lot of folks on the, you know, the, the Christian right outside of Mormonism don't like Mormons. Um, yeah and so yeah, yeah it, like Mitt Romney now, famously like he... isn't president because he was because he's Mormon
1: <laughs> like yeah <laughs> uh he, he could have won at one point oh, no, but yeah. he uh, I mean it yeah.
0: makes total sense too I mean it's just like a laundering of like a fascist identity through Mormonism to make it somewhat palatable to other people like yep. like you can just go through like the the you can go through like the hashtag for Desnet and you'll see like a ton of people like, oh, it's not about any sort of like hateful ideology. We just really believe in the ideology that was originally founded for the church. And that's yeah. it. Like, and that's how they can wa- the wash away like anything else. It was like, um, yeah, the, well, the priesthood ban was bad, but you know what? It was just because that we just felt like they weren't ready for it yet. And that's how you can just like hand wash any sort of like policy whatsoever. Just say like, well, you know, it was just the way it was at the time and you know, times change.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think there are a lot of uh, folks in Desnat or at least folks who use um, Desnat on Twitter who, you know, genuinely like are just like lonely, conservative Latter Day Saints. They want yeah. community. Oh, they want to talk about the gospel. Right.
0: I mean, you know? I think that's like that was the one thing I took away from a lot of it is too. like there, you mm-hmm. can make a very materialist sort of argument for a lot of these people because yeah. they just you can just feel like the the insecurity just oozing off the page with them. Like a lot yeah. of them, like a lot of them are talking about like, uh, I, I want a chaste woman and you just can't find those anymore. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I know where you're coming from. You're just yeah. There's
1: an incredibly strong incel vibe to like a lot of this. Like, um, yeah, and it's uh, and it's, I like I've noticed like at, at first I started to see, like I was seeing so many anonymous accounts. I started to see some more like normal looking like byu looking dudes trickle into the Desnat like hashtag just like with their pictures of them and their like families or whatever and i was like this seems kind of weird i mean they believe a, a lot of the same things but they're the ones that are doing a lot of that like so much of this has been um very anti-porn anti like Victoria's secret there was that guy who famously like went on that huge thing about i can't even fucking remember at this point what was it greg
2: yeah, if you shop at Victoria's Secret, go talk to your bishop right now or yeah, something like that. that. That's right. Oh, That's what it was. That was
0: such so a long time. Which, though. like,
2: I'll go and talk to my bishop, like, if he's got a promo code or something. That shit's expensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but, but the, the, those guys in particular are, like him, I remember he did put his face to that one, but he was kind of looking at, like, I was looking at him and he, he wasn't like these these guys that we're about to talk about who do this, like, super, like, manly man type, like, persona thing that they're doing, but it just, like, he looked like a like, normal Provo white dude who was trying to give off this, like, I mean, very strong, even if he's, like, married, just, like, you can be married and have kids and give off very strong incel vibes. It's it's very I'm possible. Not, I, I, think this
0: it's, I think it's just beyond, like, being incel too. I think it's the fact that it's just not materially possible to have the lifestyle that people had in the nineteen fifties, which is like the golden oh, age they yeah. want to go back to. And I mean, Greg and I, we're both from Utah County as well. So we like we kinda get it a little bit as well. But like they wanna have like the single income household and they can't have that. Yes. They they wanna have like the the wife who's just a stay at home mom, but they can't have that because it's just not possible anymore. There's and- just
2: there's there's so many things that are just parallel to Q in that like Reality sucks so bad. So you have to believe in what's basically a conspiracy theory or like cultish type behavior.
0: Yeah. They have to attribute why they can't have yes. the same life as like their grandparents did. And the only way they attribute it exactly. to is there's degenerate forces with, within the state, the region and the church. That's what which it is. like.
2: Which like, yes, true. That is, there is some truth there, but like, It's not because people are like gay or transgender.
0: No, it's because like a bunch of real estate sent the price of everything really high.
1: Yeah, it's not because of immigrants that 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 are taking your jobs. I mean, it's it's the same. It's just copy and paste. That like it's jews, it's mexicans, it's it's immigrants, it's gay people, it's trans people, yeah, it's, it's just it's- copy paste people that are making my life
0: yeah, bad. Yeah, it's black people getting welfare because my taxes are higher for that reason, yeah. which is why I yes. can't get this house, which is why I can't go to the grocery store, which is why blah yeah. blah blah blah. It's, blah, blah, it's blah, blah. every
1: black person
2: on welfare drives a cadillac type shit. Yeah. Like it's also really funny to me that like a lot of these people are super conservative and you if you go in the, like the Desnet discourse you hear a lot about like small government or like hands off, but then we will like also say that you have to be completely subservient to the profit at all times.
1: Oh, well, they will also tag ICE uh, if yes. they spot somebody who they know is, a, is is an undocumented immigrant on Twitter.
2: Well, those super so, cool
0: people. They want you to be subservient to what they think the profit is.
2: Yes. Another thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. As long as you're um, not
2: wearing a mask.
0: So, I mean,
1: Jordan, do you want to mention real quick about like this year they, um, you know, made their views known about uh, Black Lives Matter. Talk us through some of
0: the things on on that whole This is delicious. When uh, Black Lives Matter first started kicking up in the summertime after the murder of George Floyd, there was that website that was like the National Black Lives Matter, which really isn't tied to anything in particular. I mean, but they had a statement on their website that said, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and quote-unquote villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. And does not Twitter lost their minds about that. Because for some reason, just like saying like, maybe if we just actually like took care of each other as a community, we'd be okay. But for some reason they thought that was like, we're breaking down families. No more will yeah. there be children, no more will there be moms and dads, it'll just be a community share. But my problem with that is too, it's like, the church has never really had a constant definition of nuclear families from its beginning,
3: for uh, obvious reasons. <laughs> and well, I'm like, like, how how do they think things operated in like Nauvoo? Like the like the the, the Mormon community was was so tight knit because they were like actively being persecuted by Absolutely. forces of the government and mobs, and they had to look out for each other. And, you know, they were not uh, I mean, besides the whole polygamy thing, you know, they were taking care of other folks, kids because like, you know, their dads got shot and like, you know, they yeah. they were practicing a lot of this. I that mean, contradiction is so interesting. That's to me.
0: literally how the church is organized today. Like, that's what a ward is. That's why yeah. you go to a ward house and you call each other brother and sister. And that's why the bishop's supposed to be taking care of the flock and giving out aid when necessary. Like, that's yeah. what this is like you're you believe the same thing what are you talking about
1: yeah yeah it's it's incredible that that contradiction of like how the church was founded and functioned um in its early days and how it ostensibly does in those same structures that exist now exactly um yeah in just a sec we'll talk about some of like those those characters um and some of their Uh, views but like so many of them I mean they're almost entirely so much of them make they make it to be like anti-communist or whatever specifically specifically because of that mindset of like caring about other people or whatever but they um they are so into that like individualistic mentality of just like they're just like it's a combination of like being an MLM sales like rise and grind bro but like also a Nazi it's like god it's good It's like Mormon Mormon level marketing. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's the most like AnCap, but also like theocracy possible, and like one tight package of like hate.
3: Should should we should we real quick kind of um, define uh, what Desnat what the what that actual name is? Sure. I thought I thought the uh, the Daily Beast article actually did a pretty good job of. uh, Yeah, they did. Go read
1: that. Tarpley is really good. She always writes really good stuff.
3: Yeah. Um, so, so, so Desnat, D E Z N A T, uh, is short for Deseret nationalism, um, Deseret being the, you know, the state of Deseret that Brigham Young established in what is now Utah? Again, they, like the ones that want some plausible deniability, will say it's it's Deseret uh,
1: Nation. Yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> yes. yeah. But yeah. Like, right, right. If you're part of Desnat, what does that make you then? Exactly, right. <laughs> makes you a Deseret nationalist.
3: Yeah. So they they support um, by and large, and this is kind of a founding principle. They support a uh, they, they support a Deseret Nation. Uh, uh, again, they want you know to establish um, on a physical piece of land, a desert nation. And, uh, it, it, uh, I'll, I'll, let you guess, you know, <laughs> who, who will, and will not be included in that nation.
0: It's a, uh, it's a real mystery there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just
3: say that they're
1: really into praising Israel's response to coronavirus. Um, let's see. Yeah. So, um, is there anything more on, on that, that, that you want to put out there, Evan? Um, no, I just wanted to okay. add that little context. Yeah, you know? the, that's good.
0: Yeah, the only way you can really like define like what they want Deseret to be is, is if like Brigham Young would have won the Utah War.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. in part of that, in part of that um Daily Beast article, there's uh there's a thing that's it uh, a tweet from someone that said if Brigham Young could have prevented non-Mormons Mormons from immigrating to Deseret, there is not the remotest doubt that he would have done so.
0: That yeah. makes no sense because the entire like the entire like wealth of Utah came from like settlers coming through Salt Lake City, going to yeah. California. Like, what are you talking about? If you would have cut everyone out of Utah, you would have had nothing except for a gigantic salt lake. Then you would just like starve and die. I was going to say I, you'd
2: have the recreation of the Donner Party.
1: That's right. They could eat each other. Oh, they had
2: a few so, of those anyway, but oh, they, they yeah, did. Anywhere. I know. But like,
1: oh, my God. On a so, mass scale. So, so I want to get into some of the characters. Um. We mentioned him a couple of times, but Tanner Guzzi in particular, um, he is part of, I think he's, he's mentioned in that, uh, Daily Beast article. I'm not sure he is, but, um, I think he's a stylist. Oh, sorry. He's a men's style coach. So his bio is author men's style coach, patriarch, member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, and then his pin tweet is I'm the guy you come to when all the freestyle advice you've gotten from your wife, the men's magazines or Google search inevitably backfires on you want to know more. Let's talk. And then his like profile picture is just him with like a flannel shirt and like a jacket with the collar up. Oh man, I would have header. never been able
0: to figure that outfit out. His header
1: is the exact same type of thing. He's got like a leather jacket with his collar up. It's just, if you
0: pay me, um, his hair. if
2: you pay me $500 a month, you too can be decked out in Carhartt beanies.
0: I yeah. I too will send you Pinterest <laughs> links. So like he has he's a website. Just, he's
1: Stitch Fix for Provo boys. Yes, he has. He has. <laughs> he, he has a website called Masculine Style. Oh my and, lord! Um, he's also like appears to be the model in in on the whole thing, and the website looks like shit. But it's I like just imagine him in
2: like skinny jeans, being like, "Does this make my dick look big?"
0: Dude, no, no oh it's, it's, the, it's the most like it's the perfect like example of this, too, because like these guys talk about nothing more about like what's the most like what's the most like important jobs that we can have after the fall of like civilization that we can have like, well, I'm going to be a stylist. You're all going to look awesome. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah, it is the header on website is boost your. Colin confidence, attractiveness, happiness, success with these simple, easy changes, start my transformation. And you can, um, he just has this bullshit website where you enroll in a course for $8 a month. Um, and it's just, your, your instructor is Tanner, Tanner Guzzi from an early age, Tanner was aware of the, of the power of how we dress Pulled between two worlds that were highly concerned with clothing and appearance, a private Christian school and his punk rock friends, Tanner learned very quickly that appearance not only affects how other people treat us, but how we see and treat ourselves. After working for five years in custom suiting and having taught thousands of men through his masculine style site and YouTube channel, Tanner has distilled down the most important variables in a man's style to make it effortless, confident, and impactful. And he's just like trying to funnel all these like insecure Desnat like losers into his like fucking $8 a month course Wait, where no, he he on. just, he's one of these guys that wears a fucking suit all the time and thinks it's just like the coolest shit ever. Dude, like
0: It's the perfect grip for these people too, because like we talked about this earlier, like a, a lot of the roots to Desnat is just being completely insecure with yourself at a lot of levels. And this Jordan. guy feeds off it like a, like Jordan, like, like scum at the bottom of the ocean. Jordan, hey. I
1: hear you. I hear you. But have you ever seen a fucking Navy Henley shirt, dude? Have you yes. ever seen one of those? I own like two. Because I'm looking at one
0: right now. And, oh. I picked it out Who myself. Who the fuck are
1: you paying $10 a month to buy that, dude? Come on. <laughs> hey, guys. And, at, dude, least,
2: at least we finally found out where Richard Spencer got his suits. That's right.
3: This is... ah oh, man. I mean, oh. so... I'm surprised. I'm surprised there aren't more grifters trying to take advantage of Desnat. This is honestly. so brilliant. Like honestly, though, <laughs> I, I am surprised is, too. The field is and ready to harvest. Yeah, because really there's, like
0: there's the two we know about. Like there's there's tre- there's Tanner. I forget. Is it Tanner?
1: Tanner, Tanner Goozy. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, whatever. It's one of those names. And then like the other one is like that Chris Hardman guy who's like his whole program is I'm gonna teach you to wake up early. So he's like a
1: oh we're we're going there next oh yeah. the guy who just did, yeah we'll get to it well we're yes. gonna we're gonna oh, talk yeah. about that just a sec oh yeah that was absolutely bad. but I mean Tanner Tanner in particular is just like I mean he's just this bro dude he's followed by Matt Brunig and Will Sommer which is way funny that's how you know you're looking at someone who's like on the on the bad radar
0: yeah when you get that Will um, Sommer follow who like <laughs> dedicates nothing but like following like right wing like psychopaths for the Daily Beast and yeah you know you got a good one
1: yeah so he's a good one. He's just like one of these, oh he he retweets the which way Western man shit and uh, yeah, just like
0: <laughs> I think I said that one to you guys earlier today, Where was like one just like a bunch of people at like a stable wearing three piece suits and the next one just like a guy hmm. happy got a switch.
1: This motherfucker retweeted something that said civilization, civilization, sacrifice, vitality for technology. He runs an eight dollar a month, like online subscription service. <laughs> so you can be told to wear like a flannel shirt. dude.
0: <laughs> like, oh,
1: oh, my God. I love oh these guys. God. They're
0: they're perfect. They're the perfect grifters. OK, moving on. Let's go to Chris. So,
1: OK, Chris Hardman is a good one. So he's one that I've been noticing recently. He um, has Brad Pitt's character from once upon a time in Hollywood as his avi and um, he, he is in his bio, he's a member of the church. He's an aristocratic barbarian. Um, and he's the author. what the fuck of, does that
0: mean? I don't know, uh, it, but
1: he's the, he's the author of Mornings Shouldn't Suck. And this is a great book, I'll tell you. About yeah, it they don't suck. have to. but
0: yeah, I clicked on his website earlier today. just complete dog shit. just looks horrible.
1: He has an awful website, too, and he has some book that you can buy where it's called Morning Shouldn't Suck, mm-hmm. Your Guide to the Ultimate Morning, and he just uh, – like, he te- I teach you all the different things you can do during the morning to supercharge your life and finish by teaching you how to do them all in a short amount of time. This
2: is going to be, um, like, my most normy thing ever, but, like, <laughs> like these are people – like, all it takes for me to have a good morning, honestly, is just, like, a, a good cup of coffee.
0: Okay. And, like, Listen to, none of these people. Well, they're not allowed to have that, Greg. I know. So. That's what I mean. So oh you're God. showing your privilege right now. And that's not cool. Oh, my like God.
1: <laughs> Listen to these. He has two reviews on his website, all right? On his website. First review is from Derek from Seattle, Washington. He's wearing a suit in his picture. Optimizing my morning routine helped me start my business and reach my personal goals quickly. I highly recommend. Okay? Second re- review is from Andrew this helped me optimize my morning routine. And I highly recommend this plan. If you're looking to crush it every day by starting your morning, right? It's like who uses the line optimize my morning routine. And they're just the only two reviews he has both use that exact phrase. What the hell is that? <laughs> okay. Evan, tell us, tell us a little a, a bit about the tweet that you sent me today. <laughs> yeah. So from
3: Chris, I, I woke up um, and I saw in a group chat. First
0: off, Evan, was it a good morning?
3: Yes, I, this is a hell of a way to start the morning. <laughs> cup of coffee. Uh, so, sorry to flex on, uh, on yeah, on Desnat. Um, pretty tough. Um, so so I saw this tweet. Um, this is from uh, yesterday. Um, I'm just going to read it. Uh, quote, the left has now guaranteed that someone like Hitler is coming and I'll probably vote for him. End quote. That's a literal Matt Bohr's cartoon.
0: Like, you turned me into a Nazi. How dare you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, voting for a second Holocaust to own the libs.
0: Yeah, because... Hell yes. If Joe Biden pushed you to being a Nazi, you were pretty close to being a Nazi anyway.
3: Oh, my God. I know we talk talk a lot. um, The left talks a lot about... um, kind of what led to Nazism in Germany in the 1930s and 40s. And talk, you know, we talk a lot about the people who kind of uh inadvertently like kind of helped Hitler along. And you know, like uh, fascism's different now. Like, you know, we have these people who are like, yeah, I, I saw what Hitler did. Um and you know, I, I'm not gonna be one of those people who, you know, just kind of kind of uh well I'll vote for the Nazis, but you know, I, I don't want to like they're they're fault they're all in on on this. Oh you know? yeah. Like, yeah, that's they, good. They are ready and they want it. I mean, what what they're essentially saying is there is that um, you
0: telling me to acknowledge other people's pronouns um, isn't as important to me as, like, say, murdering everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was going back
1: through uh, around – The boys here and I had been talking uh, and going through some more of those tweets. And one of the, this dude, Deseret Boyo, got Mein Kampf and Mussolini's book on the reading queue. Suddenly thought it'd be funny if I read them at work, LMAO. Replies, Mein Kampf is good. Say what you will of Hitler, but he was one of the best leaders of the 20th century, outstanding speaker, and a political genius.
0: Yeah, he was a real political genius there where like, you know, he led his entire country to destruction. Yeah, bravo, real like, real politic there.
1: Like, dude, And then even JP Bellum was like, he was stupid. The Russian campaign was like cutting off both your own legs. And then someone else does not said this is false. Hitler was in an extremely disadvantaged position. And it's kind of amazing how close he came to pulling to conquering Russia. And it's like,
0: he invaded the Soviet union. <clears throat> no one put a gun to his head and like, all right, carry yeah. out operation Barbarossa go.
1: If you ever find yourself like, in some fucking weirdos replies who said they're gonna like read mind comp as a joke at work and like, but they you got also too far. do like it. You're just like, what the fuck are you doing, yeah. honestly?
0: And like, and honestly, Hitler wasn't a political genius. Like, the only reason he succeeded was because of like the cowardice of like the SPD, the KPD, the Center Party. And also the fact that he was like the chancellor right as like an 87 year old president who was on death's door from the beginning. So like he just got insanely lucky and also was faced with like the cowardice of like a bunch of political figures in Germany. Like Mm -hmm. by no means is that make you a genius. And everyone likes to talk about like his early victories in World War II, But the thing is, he got insanely lucky. Like he just got lucky that the French didn't move back forces from the Maginot line or else he would have been crushed there. But at the same point, too, this is not a World War II podcast. If you want to discuss that, we can totally do that at other time. <laughs> Let's just say that Mein Kampf is nothing but anti Semitic garbage, and anyone who reads it should automatically be seen as suspect.
1: So I almost thought when I first saw that, I was like, no, I was like, this fucking guy really. So he's like the type of guy that tweets that, and then people get mad at him for being saying, huh, like, I can't wait to vote for a Nazi. And then he's like, wow, you got like a fucking social justice warriors. Um, yeah, he's an lord. So this is what he responded. He responded with people who are mad at this don't understand what happens when a country's entire fabric has been destroyed by a communist takeover Mm -hmm. and a guy shows up saying he's willing to fix it. Many will vote for him, too, without even knowing it. Here's what happens. And he has this like, I I don't even know what I'm looking at. Popular vote. percent. He has some like voting tallies to justify like why. Like so he in the future, he's like, no, I'm fine voting for the Nazi because communism is worse but for communism it's Joe Biden for these people they think Joe yeah. Biden's a communist so like i i'm now on team nazi because Joe Biden's a communist like that's that's where we're already there we're we're literally already there we have the we have Barack Obama's hire to make white people feel better about Barack Obama being seen as the radical communist like that's and so we're finding the guy Nazis who made it so you can never get out of paying your student loans is a classic communist. communist making, making you have credit card debt forever. It's like, cl- that's a classic communist move. Actually.
0: I mean, I think that this is just like the end result. Like it, if we're talking about like the church, especially like this is the end result of like Ezra Taft Benson being prophet. Where essentially like, you yes. can justify a whole lot of horrible things that he said because, uh, well, the civil rights movement was a communist conspiracy. So anyone who actually shows like any sort of empathy towards civil rights at all can't be written off as a communist to these people
1: yep yeah um the last person i, I kind of want to mention again these are three people who put their actual i think well i think jp bellum is his real name i'm not actually quite sure on that i don't think he uses his real picture um but he's the one who coined the term desnat we we talked about that earlier and he writes on this this other desnat guy. His name is dustin turner he has a blog called tn comes javelin which in all lowercase and on twitter <laughs> it looks hilarious because it just says like tea and cum there, there's
0: so Pucks many like. book of mormon characters can you not Listen, pick the one that has come in the name like <laughs> it seems if like you a, guys like a, if like you guys want to have a really good brothel,
2: morning just may
1: i
0: suggest a little
1: income? bit of tea and cum
2: greg
0: no <laughs> dude
1: tea <laughs> dude I, could just, like, I got like a brothel slash tea shop dude this just, is a great <laughs> <laughs> idea Call
0: it captain moroni's flag or something like that that's that probably makes more sense and people don't snicker at it like come on No.
1: Just a, he he had to pull out a deep cut for the real heads, um. And so Tien, he writes for he writes for T N comes javelin, and he, where he famously um, he also coined the the term uh, or the phrase Brigham Young did nothing wrong, which of course is in the vein of like Hitler did nothing wrong or like fucking Thanos did nothing wrong or something like that. Brigham Young speaking did speaking
3: a lot which, wrong. <laughs> speaking of which, can I can I just read you a a quick yes. couple of messages from the uh, Discord? Yes. Um, so uh it, it starts off. I'll just read the whole dialogue. Quote, uh, would you abort Hitler? No, shouldn't. He's not guilty of anything. No, because Hitler was based. Hitler did nothing wrong. Hitler was great. Exclamation point. Hitler did a lot of wrong idiots. He lost. LOL. He gave us hope. End quote. Uh, <laughs> cool it's people. like the
1: most like fucking like 2006 edgelord 13 year old shit I've ever seen. Like, but. These are grown men most of the time. These are fucking YouTube comments.
0: Yeah, and it comes right down to it, too, where, uh, like, I don't think most of these people are serious. I think they're serious about being fascist. There's no doubt. But I don't think there's any, like, thing that they'll do actionable. And I think that's, like, kind of one of the fears is, though, it's, like, all it takes is one person to kind of think that this isn't a joke. And Yeah. Because their belief structure isn't that far off from, like, the Lafferty brothers. Yes. Like, they they believe the same things that, like, Dan Lafferty believed when he sliced up his, like, sister-in-law and her baby. Like, these are the same people who believe those sort of things. And all it takes is one person to believe that, and it goes from being, like, a Discord joke to actually being real shit.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what we want to end on is, like – Evan, I'm curious in your opinion, like, I mean – I feel so out of touch with a lot of that stuff that goes on. Like I'm like, I haven't been part of the church for like a, a long time. I, my family is, but like not ingrained in that culture at all. And, um, you know, I, I, it's very easy for me to put this like out of sight, out of mind, if I want to, like I chose, we all made the conscious decision to learn more about this shit and talk about it because I think it's important, but I'm curious from your perspective, if you think like, you know, people in your area, how threatened, I, it, again, I, sorry, sorry to talk over you if, if you're about to start, but, like, people who, like, are queer and trans and gay have a different mindset when this comes to this type of thing because, like, as Jordan said, if someone snaps and does something, I'm not going to be the victim of it because they don't give a fuck about me. Right, they right. give about the people who are infiltrating their religion with, like, filth as they would see it. So, I'm curious, mm-hmm. like, wh- how dangerous you think they are or, like,
3: I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um- well, um, so uh, in in June I, I went to a I went to a protest in Provo, Provo, Utah. This was the day after someone was shot uh, by mm. a protester in their car. We talked about um, John Sullivan on two episodes ago. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> that, we we won't get into that. No. yeah, that's a whole other
0: <laughs> bag of worms that we don't need to open up.
3: Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I, I went, I went to this protest and, you know, there, were, there are were a number of, uh, black lives matter protesters and there, there were, I kid you not dozens of, of white men, uh, many of whom were like in their forties, fifties, like married, you know, like I'm not sure how many of them were desnat, but, um, you know, there's some talk on desnat kind of about, uh, counter protesting this because of the person who got shot, um, and, and so we're, we, th- they're just, you know, there are dozens of these guys, AR-15s. Um, there's a sniper on the roof of the new skin building of right. Provo on center street. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're like, you know, early 20 year old guys. Like I, I saw guys with like fingers on their triggers of their AR-15s, you know? Um, and, uh, I, like I, all it takes Like all it takes is like in that situation is like a little bit of provocation and like you know a a lot of bad shit happens right and I I don't know I I feel like I feel like like we can just kind of cast aside Desnat as you know being kind of harmless but uh you know if if they wanted to they they have enough they have enough crazy people who will like go out and bring an AR-15 to a peaceful protest. Right, yeah. and, you know, threaten black people. And um, I, like you said, I mean, <clears throat> when you foster these communities of hate, you know, where you're just kind of letting these people, you know, ironically, ironically, stand Hitler, you know, um, and you radicalize people like this in this way, you know, they are people who are gonna like, actually commit violence and they're, you know, and I, I have, I have a, a lot of uh, queer friends at BYU and, um, there, uh, there was, you know, there, there've been protests each, each of the last two years, right at BYU because of their policies and, um, you know, they they've been counter protested, uh, in a lot, you know, by Desnat folks, uh, you know people adjacent to Desnad or just regular BYU students. And, you know, there, there have been, I mean, there've been situations where, you know, violence could have happened, you know, like there, you know, there've been like shouting matches at BYU. And I I have, you know, I, I have, uh, like, you know, queer BYU students who have been like stalked, you know, harassed, doxed, like turned into their bishop, you know, uh, reported to the honor code office. And, you know, while that's uh, you know, stuff like that, um, you know, isn't like violence in like the traditional sense, you know, like you have these people who like, you know, whose like educational lives are, you know, in oh, jeopardy uh, because of these people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, like, I, and I, I don't know if we've really like resolved kind of what to do with these guys, you know, cause, uh, like, you know, they're, they're really laughable in a lot of ways. But, you know, they also uh, are, you know, doing a lot of harm. And uh, I mean, just, just their presence, you know, just like, you know, uh, you know, just like, just seeing this kind of stuff online saying, like, you know, uh, I want to do harm to x group, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that, that just, I mean, that, that kind of, that sticks in your head, you know, it's it's incredibly unsettling. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. It's, it's also like we we kind of have to take things seriously now like we're not even three weeks removed from like a bunch of fringe conspiracy theorists uh like ransacking the capital
1: right but i think that's a great example of them being told something so many times that they accept something as a truth right they were told so many times that like the election was stolen so what if you're told so many times and you're lied to so many times but you believe it for so long what do you think the rational response to that is? Oh, like right. if you're told that the election is stolen over right. and over and over right. again and you believe it, the That's rational it explanation, the rational response is to I got to stop this steal. I got to go to Washington, D.C. and make them stop counting the ballots no matter what I have to do. So when you got these like people in these discord chats telling each other that there's these truths of like how gay people are like can you know maybe we can save the gays but the the trans people like fucking useless hang them like they're absolutely worthless they're worthless people how many times i mean how often how how long do you have to hear that before you right. like it's no longer ironic in your brain and it's no longer like a thing i mean it's the same radicalization that we've seen across all stretches but like it's just more crafty now like with it's easier to hide on the internet in a lot of ways but um it's easier to find more common people in a lot of these ways as well
0: i think you're right about that too i mean like think about like the capital (laughs) thing it's like it the thing that allowed them to do it wasn't their like the thing their humanity didn't stop them from doing any of that their humanity didn't stop them from beating a police officer to death yeah what happened was they thought they could they had permission to do it they thought that they could get away with it and I mean, right. I think it's the same thing here as well. Like yeah. the, the thing that's stopping these Desnat people from being violent and from being that is the fact that they think they're going to lose their social status among their community. Because we know that the, the main currency that most like people in the church kind of trade on is their own like yes. social currency. And if they lose that, then they pretty much lose everything. Right, yeah. and
1: when you're like, when you're looking after like someone like Porter Rockwell who said, I didn't kill anyone who didn't need killing and was doing that in the name of God. Like Joseph Smith, like, like um, bestow the power on on Porter Rockwell to like protect him and kill whoever needed killing. I mean, if if you think you're safe under God's law, like really the only thing, like Jordan said, is society that's holding people back from committing acts of violence. So if you really think that you're able to kill people under God's law, if there really is a blood atonement that needs to happen, like right, that's I, all. That's it, all. It, it really feels like we're like it's gonna happen eventually. And I like Evan, like you said, I we don't have like an answer as to what should happen, but it's. And like, it, it, there's so many, this is a big issue that like, how do you de-radicalize like your family members that, that, we've, that we've seen, your family members and friends who have gone down like holes that they can't seem to be gotten out of? Like, I don't know what the answer is. And I, I think it's important that people know that this type of thing is like fostering. And I don't want people to be like, you know, paranoid or think that ever like someone's out to get them, but like this type of thing, people get radicalized all the time. Um, and I just hope people know that like that's taking place.
3: Yeah. And kind of to, to, to go along with that, I guess um, a main message is kind of that um, a lot of these Desnat folks and certainly, you know, the the more extreme folks um, have a lot more in common with uh, the alt-right and with, you know, uh, American neo-fascism than they do with uh, the average LDS conservative yeah. who lives in Draper, oh, Utah. Yeah and so Absolutely. so i guess when we kind of talk about like how do we you know how do we deal with Desnet? how do we de-radicalize folks who have like gotten to Desnet? um it's, it's kind of hard because like you know you're uh you know like your family member who's you know kind of a, a fringe conservative like um like like they're not they're not like beholden to the church you know like they're you know like the the church the church has you know, denounced white supremacy, Um, you know, they, uh, you know, you can, you know, debate whether or not, you know, they, you know, brought the hammer down enough, uh, you know, in certain situations, but, um, you know, if, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, like, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, they're, they're neo-Nazis who happen to happen to be LDS. And so if, you know, Russell Nelson said, you know, like we denounce, you know, Nazism, like, you know, we denounce Desnat, you know, they'd just be like, okay, well, <laughs> we're not, I guess we're not LDS anymore, you know? And so it, oh, yeah, it's yeah. hard. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a good place to end it.
0: Boys, uh, Jordan, Greg, you guys got any parting thoughts? Um, no, I, I feel very <laughs> sort of like emotionally drained after this one. Yeah, Greg. These guys suck. They really do. And
1: like the contradiction of so much of this stuff is like, I mean, it's objectively, to use Kwaku's Kweku, words, so, much, so many of these things are objectively hilarious, not in the way that Kwaku means it, but all this stuff is just fucking pathetic. Yeah. But like yeah. um, and it's, I think it's really funny to laugh at and it's fun to laugh at because it's just like, I mean, it's just.
0: Yeah, from certain yeah, it's an- bullshit. From certain angles, it's very absurd.
1: But like you know, these are the type of like radicalization radicalizations that we have to like be cognizant of, especially in Utah, and especially mm-hmm. when there are right um, there are like militia groups here, <laughs> and a lot of these guys like- that showed up that day that Evan was at that protest in response to that shooting um i the first time i ever saw does not guys in person um in salt lake was in cottonwood heights there were some of the at, at like the mm. of course the cottonwood heights protest too Like they, right. they were counter protesting it's like we know we we know where they stand so mm-hmm.
2: like, and all it takes is just one person who gets a little too into blood atonement and then like right. this shit blows up and like you know I, it's trans person ends up dead or something like that and like terrifying it's it's fucking absurd
0: it's terrifying to think that we're only one sort of like wishy-washy statement from president nelson away from like actual bloodshed yes and and that's a terrible thing to think about because that's a very leaky dam and like anything that says like there's actually some sort of like justification to what they believe Mm -hmm. they'll act on it and that's um and that's a terrifying thought to have
1: yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. Um, I'm going to end us on one funny thing I saw from uh, Desnat account earlier. Um, let's see. Oh, they deleted the tweet. It was, it was good, though. Um, this is from Brett Kane. Uh, it said, Pornography makes you gay. Stop consuming it. So I think that's a good parting words for us. You're um, using Evan, it dude, wrong. Yeah. Evan, thank you so much for joining us. It was, of course. A, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye, everyone.